G'day guys, Dan Lenny here with this week's shorty, episode 153 of the How to Scale a Video Business podcast. So we just finished uh, a call with our members and it's, uh, it was a planning call today. So beginning of every month, we do a strategic planning goal, which is to kind of make sure that everyone is on track to uh, really hitting their goals because we're actually one twelfth of the way through 2020 already. And so the question I'm going to ask you is, are you hitting your targets? Are you one twelfth of the way towards your goal? And do you know? And if you don't, well, this episode is going to help you because, um, you know, one of the things I want to talk about today is the importance of tracking monthly and in fact, weekly and daily. But we'll get into that. So it's really important that when you're looking to build a business, you, you know, you set up the goals you want to achieve for the year ahead, and then you break that down into 12 chunks and you work on, you know, 90 day chunks, three month sections. That is why the business world always talks about quarters, because then you can track how you're doing month to month and how that looks and reflects on the quarter. And you can measure that against the previous year. But you know, what data does is it helps you to get very clear on what needs to be done and in what order. Um, you know, one of the biggest challenges we face is, um, is the constraints. You know, what are the constraints in our business and life that we have to deal with? And I think one of the most challenging things is, is managing our own personal expectation. I think it's very easy to put yourself under enormous pressure and and perhaps set unrealistic goals um, and the truth is you're going to have bad days you're going to have weeks when things don't seem to go your way um, but you also have good days and you have great weeks and I think as creators what we have to do is manage that so that instead of it being a kind of roller coaster of emotion it's much more consistent and the way we do that is with data um, with data you can review what's going on. You can review how you're traveling and then you can adapt and modify your effort and uh, your energy in a way that helps you to get really clear on what needs to be done. Um, and so, you know, you first of all have to optimize yourself and get very clear on where the constraints are in yourself. And, um, you know, I've had a number of calls recently with with prospects uh, for the VBA and um, had a bit of a run where there was just a lot of people I was talking to who just weren't really a very good fit and I was I was wondering why that was and I was asking myself the question analyzing and reflecting you know, why are these people reaching out for support but yet why are they not why are they not aware of of kind of what a dire situation their business might be in and I think that's because um, as storytellers, we often tell ourselves stories. Um, you know, uh, we've got to be really careful not to feed ourselves a story that we're okay when, in fact, the data is telling us a different story. So, if you if you measure your progress based on data, and the most obvious data is your revenue and your profit, you know, if you're tracking how much revenue you're making each month and and how much expenses you have your profit is what's left over um but another area that i've been noticing a, a really interesting shift with some of the calls i've had has been authenticity and and a lack of authenticity 
And it's been really fascinating because I'm, I'm fascinated by human psychology and human behavior. You know, I look at my members and I go, why, why are my members killing it, smashing goals, doubling and tripling their business? And other, other people are like, oh, no, I'm okay. I, th- I think we'll be okay. Hopefully that work will come in. There's a lot of blind faith, a lot of blind hope um, that I think is it's really interesting to just observe. And it's all I'm doing is just observing it. Um, you know, we, we're very um, very particular about who we work with. And, and that's not some sort of faux um, scarcity. It's because I, we've created an amazing culture in, in our programs. And we, we only want to work with people who, who are open to the fact that there's still work to do and there's a lot to learn. You know, I'm reading a book just now called Ogilvy on Advertising, um, written in the 80s by David Ogilvy from Ogilvy and Mather. Very famous advertising agency. I, I recently read a book called Scientific Advertising by Claude Hopkins, which is written in 1927. And, and, and all of the things in that book talk about the same things, which is, is human psychology and how to get the best from people. And some people just aren't ready to hear your message. Uh, and that is okay. You know, some clients will not be ready to hear your message. Some clients won't be ready to to spend and invest with you at the level that you position yourself in the market. And that is okay because you cannot help everyone. You cannot help everyone. But, but what you can do is be authentic, be authentic to yourself and one of the areas that I'm interestingly concerned about, and I'm concerned from the point of view, I'm, I'm fascinated by the psychology behind it. I'm seeing an increasing number of businesses, video businesses, that portray that they have a big team up front. You know, it's like, here's our team and there's like 10 people. Um, and yet, when when it comes to the crunch, and I see behind the curtain a little bit, they may be only making a couple of grand a month and they're living in a rental house with some friends. And, and, and what's going on in reality is very different from the, the perspective that they're portraying. And, and I don't think people are buying it. I think people can smell inauthentic behavior. And so what I wanted to kind of share with you is that wherever you are at in your journey, just be authentic. Be yourself. Don't try and to don't try and pretend you're an agency when you're a one man band, because I don't think people buy it. I think I think it's fairly obvious, scratching you know a, a piece off the surface that that actually that is um, that is not the case. And I think it's a really dangerous precedent to set if you're willing to lie about how your business operates, which is kind of what it is. Then. How does that how does that sit in terms of a, a moral compass to how you're going to work with the client? If a client finds out, which they will, that you are a one man band and you don't have an office and you don't have a team of ten, how do you think that's going to reflect on you when they find out? Because because I think it's a it's a real issue with trust, and I think there's there's a and maybe it's just some of the people I've been talking to recently, but I, I've seen this kind of trend where people are um, pretending to be something they're not in the hope that a client will see that and go, hey, they look like they're real deal. Let's go and, let's go and um, work with them. I think clients are far more sophisticated than that. And so I, I want to caution anyone. And let me make this clear. There is no judgment here. I'm just saying I'm observing a lot of this in the market. And, and what I want to encourage you to do is to be authentic. 
be who you are. If you are a one-man band who hires contractors, tell your clients, look, I'm a one-man band, but I hire contractors, but that's to keep costs down and overheads down, which means we can put more of the money on screen. One of the um, areas that I think you've got to be careful of is that if you try and portray this sense of like, you're more successful than you are, um, you might end up shooting yourself in the foot because, um, you, you know, the client might be like, well, they've got 10 people on the team. They're going to be expensive. So I'm not going to hire them. Um, and the other thing I'm seeing is a lot of, um, I don't want to say amateurs, but a lot of people who are not in video production full time, but they have a video business website, which gives the impression that they are. And I think that is really dangerous for the wider industry. And I think it's dangerous for the reputation of video production in the industry. And, you know, this may not be a popular thing to talk about, but hey, you know, it's, um, I think something I want to share. It's, it's like, I think there's a, a thread in our community who, who are willing to do anything to get in front of a client. And, and I think it's, it could be damaging. Um, I'm not worried about it because I think those authentic businesses, businesses that are open to, um, to being upfront will succeed and thrive. And so, um, you know, I just, I just wanted to kind of share that observation with you and, and have you consider, you know, how are you portraying yourself in the market? Are you someone who's being authentic or are you, you know, putting footage on your website that isn't really yours? Are you, are you someone who, who shoots a project and then puts it on your website and makes it look as if you're, you know, ambiguously kind of produced the whole thing? I think, I don't think that's cool. I think that's very inauthentic. I think that's, that's, that's lying. And I think if you have to lie to get work, that, that's not a great start to any relationship. I think it's important that if you are putting something on your website that um, that is, you know, something you've contributed to, that you say, you know, I, I contributed this in this role um, or I worked with this project in this capacity. Um, I think it's it's dangerous to, you might burn bridges with, with the client who's actually made the work and you might burn bridges with an agency that you've worked with. So be really careful. Be really careful about stuff that's on your website. You know, if, if you approach a niche or a niche that you want to work with and you're really good at doing that thing, you won't have any worries about getting work. I, I work with a lot of clients who have really incredible businesses. None of them are having to kind of pretend that they're bigger than they are. They're, they're just helping their clients achieve an outcome. And that's really what I encourage you to do. You know, get really focused on knowing what it is you do that helps your target market achieve an outcome and, and focus on that. And, and help them achieve that outcome and and you'll get all the all the success you ever need and um, just just be authentic that is that is the like my kind of theme of today's um slight rant it's like be yourself be authentic don't lie to get work because it's just not cool anyway guys i will talk to you on thursday you've been listening to the how to scale a video business podcast with me your host dan lenny if you're a video business owner it's hit a ceiling and we benefit from mentorship, support, and coaching, then check out how you can work with me over at denlenny.com. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show over on iTunes, and we'd really appreciate you taking a few minutes to leave a review. And don't forget to share. If you feel you've gotten value from this episode and you think it would be useful for other filmmakers you know, then please do me a massive favor and share it on social media 
and in groups that you might be in. So thanks for listening. See you in the next episode.